Morning all, it is February 1, Thursday. The Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. A very good morning to you wherever and however you are listening. We've got a busy morning, lots of guests, lots of news around as well. Just seeing last night uh, the news coming through that Cameron Smith is leaving Billy Slater's coaching setup there with the Maroons. Just wants to focus on his uh, sort of community coaching commitments and his family. Uh, Mal Meninga is being reported by News Corp, has been retained as coach of the Kangaroos, so we'll head towards the 2026 World Cup there. Josh Schuster's battling to be fit for Manly to get on the plane and go to Vegas as well. He's been uh, dealing with multiple uh, injury and uh, he had chicken injury issues. He had chicken pox as well. Uh, Brody Kostecki in supercars. It looks like he won't be there for the Bathurst 500, but Erebus saying that uh, he's still a valued member of their team. And last night we had the Allen Border Medal which had a very popular winner and one of the great acceptance speeches, Mitch Marsh, who was so for so long maligned by Australian cricket fans, took out the AB medal there last night. And, uh, well, while he was thanking Andrew McDonald and Pat Cummins, and we'll play this a little later this morning, he was tearing up and he says, well, you know, I can't thank you enough for just believing in me. I'm a bit fat at times and I love a beer. And off he went as well in thanking uh, his captain and his coach. Pup, morning to you, mate. How are you? Morning, Mido. Morning, Loz. Morning to our listeners. Yeah, I'm well, thank you. Happy Thursday. Uh, congrats, congratulations to, to Mitch and Ash Gardner as well. Um, and to all the winners last night. I uh, can't say I watched any of it. Um, I was putting contact on school books, Mido. That was my night last night. Oh, the covering. Yep. Oh, oh, mate. And still got to do honestly, that. Honestly, that is not my go at all. That, oh, that should geez. have been left for Mummy's Week. Um, but anyway, I had to have a go. Uh, we did our best. Um, <laughs> the the Gosh, books have been covered. Do you remember that? that? I know. Yeah. Covering of books. Yeah. So yeah, we oh. had to put like, oh, I think, I don't know, Kelsey might have got six or seven books that she had to bring yeah. home. And you put whatever subject they, they got, like a printout that goes on top of the book so you can tell this is English or maths or whatever they're doing. And you've got to come, oh, mate. I was terrible. Yeah. Look at Lozzie's going, mate, don't miss that one bit. But yeah, anyway, happy Thursday. It's nice to be in here this morning. Loz, well, morning, mate. <laughs> morning, boys. Remember uh, those days, Loz? Uh, I do remember it, although my wife remember it. Yeah. Remembers that's... it better than me. Yeah. I think she did most of the uh, the work. I was just better sort of uh, hanging about asking questions on how to do it, but I don't think I actually participated <laughs> in it. But uh, it was good to see Mitch Marsh win the Player of the Year, or the Border Medal, I should say. Yeah. And well done to Ash Gardner winning the Belinda Clark Medal as well. Been a big 12 months, hasn't it, for Mitch Mars getting an opportunity over there in the Ashes and then making the most of it. So mm, come he along seems way, like, yeah, I don't know Mitch Marsh at all. Seems like a ripping bloke. I really enjoyed what he said last night. Uh, obviously very emotional. He just seems like a player that um, people want in the team. Yeah, for uh, sure. Just a, a wonderful teammate that contributes and has contributed heavily in the last 12 months. So, um, you know, he's come a long way, hasn't he? Because he, he, I think he was quoted as saying that, you know, people hated him. Um, which got him down at times, but he just he's got a new perspective on life. He just goes out there, whether he gets a duck or whether he gets a hundred, he just treats it all the same. Yeah. Now. So uh, a little older, well a little wiser, but he's, no, I, I can understand why he said. I heard his. Um, I read something this morning. He made a comment on that last night when he was speaking that he probably regrets saying that. But I, I, I think when you're playing sport at the highest level, there's not too many 
athletes that don't, you know, get smashed on social media or, or feel at a stage of their career that, mm. mate, I wish I could get some support here. Like, I'm trying my best. But that's, you know, the other side. Like, now, if he looks at social media, he'll feel the love. And, and I think that's the way... Is there love on social media, well, is there? You get it for one day. Mitch will get it this morning, but don't worry. Tomorrow, get, he plays a game, gets a duck, and we're back to normal. But I think that's life as well, you know. You probably read the negative stuff a lot. You know, the way I, I try and I've always tried to say it is if there's an article in the paper and it's negative and it's about yourself, you feel like the font is like 110. And it's all in capital letters. And you think every single person on the planet is staring at that article and they're believing every single word. But even if people do believe some of it or there's question marks around it, I I know we all turn the page and tomorrow comes and we read about someone else. You know, and and I think Mitch has probably felt, um, you know, that disappointment of, of feeling like he's... He's let people down, or he hasn't performed as well as he'd like. But I don't think I don't think there's anyone that can sit here and say he hasn't earned the right to, to stand there and receive that award, that Allen Border Medal, or hasn't earned the right to be back in the Australian team. Um, you know, he got his chance through injury, as a lot of people do. Um, he also said that last night. I, you know, I, I read that um, Cameron Smith, ah, uh, Cameron Smith, when Cameron Green come into the team. He thought his time might be up in Test cricket, but he got another chance and he's grabbed it with both hands. So good on him, man. Again, that's that's sport at the highest level. You, you're going to go through the highest of highs. You're going to have some great days, but in cricket terms, you're going to get some ducks as well. That's the sport we play. So yeah, well done to all the winners. Yeah, I think as you get older, you get more mature. You put things in perspective a lot more. Mm. I think when you're inside a, a sporting bubble, at times you feel as though. You know, the whole world is crumbling around you and everyone's thinking bad things about you yeah. and you're going through bad... That's not the case at all. Yeah. You know. And people, you learn you have to care less. Yeah, was. yeah. but the people that you care about and the people that care about you... So true. Uh, they, they don't care but what's written yeah. or said about you. Yeah. They feel for you. Yeah, yeah. And they'd love to go in front whoever's yeah, so written or, or said whatever. But generally, they... They're there supporting you no, no matter, matter what. no matter what, and you learn that as you as you get older, yeah. um, and you got to put everything into perspective. You know, as long as you got your your health, your family's health, and everyone's doing okay, just move on. You, you don't have to worry about all the negative drama going on. Yeah, because I tell you, we're Life's on this too we're short, on the, life, We're on this earth way too short. Yeah, I and agree. We need to make the most of it while we're here. I agree. So Mitch Marsh, 223 votes. Pat Cummins, 144 seconds. So he's uh, he's won convincingly. Wow, that is Mitch a distance. Marsh. Uh, Ash Gardner, the Belinda Clark Award for our top female cricketer. She won just by 13 votes ahead of Elise Perry. The Shane Warne Men's Test Player of the Year was Nathan Lyon. Uh, took his oh, 500 awesome. Test wicket, of course, well pretty done, recently. Yeah, that's unreal. Uh, the Women's T20 International Player of the Year, Elise Perry. She was the one-day International Player of the Year as well. Uh, the Men's One-Day International Player of the Year was Mitch Marsh. Uh, hang on. Can you can you scroll back up? Yo. Elise Perry won Women's One-Day Player of the Year and Women's T20 Player of the Year. How did she not win Belinda Clark medal? Because well, there's only two awards, you know, isn't there? Uh, for the so women. Ash Gardner's performances in the test matches and the fact they're weighted 
Different I league? I, I don't know how many tests they play. I think it was two, India and England. But her performances in those tests... They only played two test Far matches. superior. Different if you play 10 or 15 tests, but two tests, really. Can you And can you show me the points difference then? So it was least, only 13. So it was close. Jeez. So the tests must be a significant difference yeah. in the women's game then. Very highly weighted, as yeah. we say tests should be. But they yeah. need to be playing more tests, let's face it. Yeah. And they, they, they will start to. They got, I think they've got a test match against South Africa coming up, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But I understand your logic is logical. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Uh, but Ash Gardner, we're going to speak to Ash Gardner later this morning. In fact, after She's the 8 o'clock star. news. She, uh, I remember seeing her years and years ago. Um, I did. I, I, ben Sawyer was coaching the Sydney Sixers, and I was doing some stuff, stuff at Scott's College and went down and just watched the girls train one day. Mate, she was a freak as a kid. Mm. Like, just had a power game that I hadn't seen in, in women's cricket. Uh, naturally gifted right arm off spinner as well. Like, the way she bowled, it was like she didn't – like, she was just a bowler, but she didn't care about bowling. But for an off spinner, drift the ball away from a right-hand batter, spin it back in, uh, walk around the field, take a one-hand specky. Like, just really, really gifted natural. young athlete. Yeah, so natural. And she just – again, you, when she walks out to bat, I think she's, she's one of those players – you talk about X factors in sport – She's that player in, for the women's, for the Aussie yeah, women's yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched a bit of that uh, game. Must have been the second game that they lost to South Africa, the T20 game, mm. or the one-day game yeah. when they played in Canberra recently. And honestly, when she was bowling, not the style of Mark Warp, but she had the characteristics Spot on. of Mark Warp. She just Spot stood on. there like junior. Mate. Looked around like Jude. she actually does bowl. She actually does bowl similar to Mark in regards to the casualness or the yeah. e- the easiness the, in yeah. what she does. It, it that's just, a good call. I just looked at that and went, "It's a good call." And I'm yeah. trying to think who she reminded me of, and I went, <laughs> "I think that reminds me of Junior." Yeah. I wasn't going to say because I thought, "Oh, no, nah, spot on." Be it's right, a good call. But, uh, there, that's who she she's, reminded me she's of. Got that just look cool, look, yeah. look calm, not much sort of worried yeah. Um and. Yeah, when when she bowls and bats, she just looks like she does it easy. Yeah, that's a very good call. Jason Berendorf was the men's T20 International Player of the Year. The women's domestic players of the year were Elise Villani and Sophie Day. The men's domestic player of the year, guess who? Cameron Bancroft. Cameron Bancroft. Ouch. Ouch for selectors. Mm. <laughs> um, but what, under Cam? Uh, yeah, that's a... Uh, Oh, look, I think they've made it pretty clear. It's, it's not they haven't. It's it's not that Cam. Um, well, actually, no, that's not fair because they picked Matt Renshaw as well. If, if they were going on uh, first class cricket only and performances over the last two years, then Cam Bancroft would have been in. Even if he wasn't picked in the starting eleven, he would have, he'd be the next batsman picked. So, yeah, the fact that they did pick Renshaw over the top of him. Is probably a little him Cam, Cam winning that might be a little ouch to to a few people, but uh, he's been consistent. Cam Bancroft, um, you know, in what everyone said in regards to him deserving his opportunity, has been spot on. All you can do is make runs, and we talk about it all the time. As a batsman or a batter, you're at the top of the tree, then you know you're doing everything in your power to be next in line. So to not be next in line. That's that's hard to cop because what else can he do? That's the question I reckon Cam Bancroft and 
you know, anyone supporting Cam at the moment would be asking uh, George Bailey and Pat Cummins, what more can I do to get picked in this Australian team? I think for inspiration, he's just got to sit there and watch Mitch Marsh and look at what Mitch Marsh did. He thought his career was over. Yeah. Never, yeah, got an opportunity, then looked like it was all over, and then he just got an opportunity, made the most of it. So if Cam Bancroft, at some point, if he keeps getting runs, you'd think that, yeah, he might get an opportunity. He yeah. may not, but he might. And if he gets a crack, he's got to make the most of it. But he's in that position now where it's unknown. All he can do is just put runs on the board. And I think you look at um, – we talked about putting things into perspective. Mitch Marsh had, you know, wanted another opportunity but probably came to think that he wasn't going to get another crack. Mm. Uzi was the same. Yeah. And they've come back in with a different mindset. No pressure on them, just seeing it as a – Oh, this is a one-off or a, a short time that I'm going to be back in the in the Australian side and mm. enjoyed themselves and flourished and now they're mainstays of a side. So you just don't know how things can turn pretty quickly mm. for you. You know, the other thing I was I'm just thinking this morning, just seeing a bit of this stuff. I wonder how the the um, the voting varies from ICC to then. Cricket Australia, for example, because we've had Pat Cummins get International Player of the Year, didn't he? The other day, I think he got that. And Uzi got Test Player of the Year, didn't he? International Test Player of the Year. I think you're right. But then they can't win the awards for Cricket Australia. So I wonder if there's a different voting uh, period, like it's over a different length of time. It would be, because the same thing had happened at club best and fairest with the AFL Rugby League. You don't win the Brownlow. Like you might win the brown low, but you might not get the win it for your club or the, or the or the best yeah. and fairest at your own club. Must be a That's different system. Yeah. I probably should know that, but I yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember how it worked. Interesting. Well, it's a big concussion story today. Front page of the Daily Telegraph. It's a knockout. The biggest sport concussion shakeup in our history. It's back page of the Herald. Three week wait. The new guideline on concussion. Is the headline there, back page of the Australian as well. Game changer for safety of players. So these are recommendations from the Australian Institute of Sport to overhaul the current protocols and have 21-day rest periods and concussion officers on the sidelines. This is at community and kids' grassroots level as well. Uh, you know, practically putting in this place should have its challenges. I just wonder as well, like, will it get to the point where you need to play contact sport every second week? I mean, it's availability of players as well to, to make a game happen. Laws. I know that safety is paramount and all mm. that, but uh, but it has practical consequences as well. Yeah, I'm saying. Most definitely. But, you know, I think everyone's trying to make their sport safer uh, and you've got to go with the science. Um, and when you access that information, um, you know, it, it can be damning at, at, at times, but 21 days, I understand it uh, in community sports. Uh, they don't have the access to sports medicine that's available to the professionals when they're playing week in, week out. Um, and this is one of the big stories and big issues confronting every sport because every sport has the possibility of someone um, getting concussed. So I, I don't know where they go. And to protect themselves, to protect the game, to protect the individual, I, I, I think they just have to follow the, the science and 
obviously look at the recommendations and see whether they can implement them all or whether they implement part of it. But it's certainly not going away and it's going to be well into the future one of the biggest things for sport they have to deal with. Back page of the Courier-Mail today, spread his wings, Stags backs his new centre partner uh, to make the most of his backline switch. And we spoke to Lee Breers, Broncos assistant coach there yesterday, and uh, Selwyn Cobbo set to make that move with Herbie Farmworth off for the Dolphins. And uh, just as long as he, I guess, defensively is going to be the biggest challenge for him, Loz. Yeah, we're just reading. But I think, who pointed it out? Um, I think he's, Kevy might have said it. It's sometimes uh, Selwyn drifts off in games, and on the wing you can you can do that. And I think, I think I said last year after the grand final, um, without pointing the finger at Selwyn, you know, he, he on that back of that forty twenty of Nathan Cleary, he should have been tucked behind the line. That was just a, an awareness thing and staying involved in the game. So if he did that, he would have been able to stop that forty twenty. Um, and that was, I think that was just a case of just not thinking at that moment and not staying in the game, whereas the closer you are to the action, the more you have to be switched on all the time. Um, but he's a wonderful athlete, and I remember coaching him in the All-Stars, and that game was his first, I think it was his sort of first, well, it was his rep, first rep game. Hadn't played a lot of first grade, if at all, and he was dynamic in that game. Just some of the things he did at training, you just sit there and go, mate, he's a superstar, this kid. Mm. He's a superstar. If he has an injury-free run at it, he's going to be some type of player. So, um, yeah, being in the centres uh, gives him a bit more strike. Uh, Herbie was a different player to to Selwyn, um, but I think they're going to get good value out of Selwyn in the centres. Pack pages have lots of Alan Border medal as well. There's uh, Ash Gardner, Glorious Ashes victory, and her partner on the back page of the telly. Uh, rising from the Ashes, a picture of Mitch Marsh, back page of the Herald. The Australian brilliant Bison's resurgence as Ash grabs another gong as well. Just also back page of the Daily Telegraph. Uh, AFB first interview, Shire is the perfect fits. So Adam Fanua Blake speaking to News Corp here and uh, just talking about his move to Cronulla and uh, how you know sort of Craig Fitzgibbon won him over. Uh, said he really aligned with uh, his own values. Did Fitzgibbon and is looking forward to getting there, but naturally wants to you know, get the job done in his last season with the Warriors as well. Says he says by the way an unforeseen situation came up, so he's grateful that the Warriors understood his situation. But uh, they'll be looking for more of the same from him this year, Loz, because he was well to say he had an impact would be an understatement. Last year he was arguably superb. the best front rower in the game, Eden uh, Fadul Blake. He's going to be a massive loss for the Warriors, but they've got him for the next twelve months, so they've got to make the most of it. Without him, they can't win a comp. Um, and I also saw on the weekend that the Warriors are now trying to poach, not for this year, but for 2025, Hemlin Ueli from the Sharks. So they've offered him a three-year deal. So it might be just a case of... Swapsies. Swapsies, yeah. But look, Adam Fanil Blake, a very good player. Uh, he'll make a difference to the Sharks. I reckon the Sharks would have loved to have him this year because that might be the difference between them sort of winning finals and what they've done the last two years where they've sort of faded at the back end of the season. You know, they've done really well to get to the finals, but they haven't won a final under Fitzy, so mm. that'd be burning the squad and burning him personally.